Alright, what's up guys? It's your boy Scrub here. Today I've got a story time for y'all about a dude who ended up uh, quitting his job in pretty cool style, if I get to say so myself. I figured it would be a story time y'all are going to enjoy, so uh, yeah, without further ado, let's get into it. Alright, so the person who sent this in to me had been working at this auto parts store for a little bit, you know, a couple years, and the person that they worked with was the owner of the store, who was a pretty cool dude, but he was getting older, and in order to retire, he was going to be selling selling the business to somebody else so he could take all that cash and go live on an island somewhere, which, hey man, whatever floats your boat, by all means enjoy it. You run an auto parts store for like six decades. You deserve to go sit on an island for a while. Regardless, he obviously took the best offer he could get for his business, which was to sell it to this guy who had never run a store before. He had just graduated business school, and his dad apparently was some big shot who had given him money to buy his first business, and so, you know, he bought this business thinking that an auto parts store is pretty easy to run, which if you don't know about auto parts, I don't know why you'd think that. And also because the business was already insanely profitable. You know, the guy had been running it for a while, he knew what he was doing, so the store made money, it should be easy enough. If this guy knew anything about business, it's kind of the best case scenario. You take over a business that doesn't really rely too much on you being the owner, you know, it's more about the staff and the fact that it sells car parts for a good price. You take over, the staff stays on, you should be able to just kind of sit back and relax, maybe tweak one or two small things and have a huge W by default. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Everybody knows that old saying, and if the store's profitable and you're buying it, then you should be able to keep it profitable. However, you know, business school apparently didn't teach this guy that, because from day one, it became evident that this guy was going to be awful to work for and was going to single-handedly just run this store into the ground. One of the first things that he did was call a meeting with everybody, and you know, obviously everybody's like, oh, we're gonna get to meet the owner, and it'll be a nice cool chat, and he instead made himself enemy number one saying that like paid vacation was over effective immediately you know they were gonna have to earn that privilege back if you had any paid time off that you had accrued from the old boss he would honor that but he needed them to prove their worth if they were gonna earn it back and start earning more time which listen is just a great way to make everybody hate you off rip right and on top of it it's gonna 100% make you the enemy of everyone plus on top of that the store's making money you bought it because it's profitable what do you mean mean they need to prove their worth. Like, they've proven their worth by being a part of a store that makes a bunch of money that you just bought. You haven't even seen them work yet. How do you know if they, if, if they deserve it or not? Clearly, all their workers are, like, worth the paid time off and the vacation time and whatever else you might not like. Because if the store is making a crap ton of money, it really doesn't matter, do it. Yeah, like, does it, you know? If it's profitable enough for you to go beg your dad for money and have him give you a huge loan, then you shouldn't really be messing with it off-rip from day one. If anything, you should just sit back for a little bit and watch how things operate. Because the employees are not brand new. You are in this situation, you know? Anyways, obviously everyone's pretty taken aback, but somehow nobody quits and, like, walks out in that moment. They were kind of hoping that it was some, like, weird display of power that he was using to look strong or something and figured that if they just kind of ignored it for a bit, maybe it would go away. And uh, they all just tried to go about the rest of their normal day. Which, you know, I could understand. You're like, look, this kid's young. He's fresh out of school. He really doesn't know what he's doing. He's just going to try to seem all intimidating in front of everyone. Maybe he won't be that bad. 
And you'd think this guy in this position would just kind of sit back and watch what they're doing with the customers since it's obviously working and, you know, he doesn't really know what he's doing. But instead, he would just kind of follow around the workers whenever they were dealing with the customer. And anytime they did something that he didn't like, he would interrupt them and correct it in front of the customers. Like, listen, man, I would already be annoyed enough if after every time I made a sale, my boss was like, you could have done this better or that better. Like, what? If you want to come in and redo the way people talk to people, that's fine. But you're going to make yourself look really, really bad if you keep interrupting your workers when they're trying to sell something to the customer and being like, you did this wrong, you did that wrong. You know, it undermines them in front of the customer. The customer's not going to trust them now. On top of it, it makes you look like you're like a control freak, overbearing boss. And it's going to piss off the workers because nobody likes that. Nobody would like to successfully make a sale and then have somebody be like, well, you didn't cross your fingers twice, so technically it doesn't count. And on top of it, he was insanely nitpicky about like what people did wrong. For example, the person who sent this to me talked to a customer, sorry, and said, hey, how is your day? And the owner literally interrupted them and said that like, hey, sounded very unprofessional and they weren't allowed to say that anymore and hello was better. Which, listen, I guess it could technically sound more professional, but like, who cares, really? You know what I mean? Hey, hello, as long as they buy the car parts, it doesn't matter. That's just micromanaging. If they're making the sales, it really shouldn't matter what they say and how they open the sentence. As long as the customers are happy with the service and keep spending money, it really doesn't matter. Like, these middle manager types just really get so bogged down about like, oh, you didn't blink twice while swiping the credit card, so therefore they're never going to come back. And it's like, dude, that's uh, Dave. He's in here every Wednesday. He doesn't care how I swipe the credit card. Instead of just sitting back and seeing how things operate, just straight into like, you guys all suck and we're going to change this. Anyways, by the end of the first day, everybody's like exhausted and demotivated because it's like, man, this guy is the new boss and he's going to micromanage every word I say, make me look stupid in front of the customers, belittle me in front of people. And that's just not an environment anyone wants to be working in, dude. Like, okay, if you're going to correct something your workers are doing, that's fair. Obviously, sometimes you're going to have to do that. You should pull them aside and like do it privately, not in front of everyone. And the customers didn't really like it either. Like a few of them had made weird faces towards the owner when he kept interrupting them. But instead of realizing that they were making weird faces at him, he kind of took it as a sign of support. Like, oh, see, yeah, you're making them uncomfortable, you know? Because because the employees' mistakes were making them give him a weird look for some reason. I don't really know how that added up in his head. But whatever, by the end of the first day, it was just very evident that this guy was not a very good boss or leader and definitely not a good businessman because he just didn't really seem to understand how the store worked. I'm not going to say college did nothing for him, but, you know, I do think it helps on top of a degree to have a sliver of real-life experience before you just buy an auto parts store and go changing everything on day one. I mean, literally, just sit back for a week watch how things work. As long as it's making money, you'll understand how the store's supposed to operate. But if you just come in and make changes before you even know how things are supposed to work, how do you even know if your changes are required? You know, like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I feel like only the crappiest managers would care exactly how they talk. Like, you know, like, oh, wow, you literally cannot utter that sentence as long as they're making money. You know, it's an auto parts store. I have the feeling that as long as they're buying the right car part for the right price, they don't really care if they say, 
hey or hello. Maybe I'm wrong. For all I know, maybe people that love auto parts stores are like the equivalent of restaurant critics. You know, they're going to leave a one-star review. I did not appreciate the informal manner with which they said, hey, you know, I just don't see that happening, though. Regardless, everybody stuck it out, but after about a week of uh, working there with the new boss, a lot of people had already started to put in their two weeks, and the subscriber himself was, like, starting to write his, and, uh, you know, was just done. And he went into the office with the boss and said, this is my two weeks, and handed him the paper where he had just kind of written out that, like, you know, uh, I thank you for the employment, but I'm going to be seeking uh, further issues or employment elsewhere, you know, like, I have issues with you, blah, 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 you know, just a little petty, but just a professional letter, and the boss looks at him and reads the note and then says, like, you can't quit and I can't accept this because it's not official letterhead, and the subscriber's confused, and he's like, yeah, I can't accept a handwritten two-week notice to quit, you need to get me something that's, like, very official from a lawyer or something, which he's never heard before in his life, you know, usually a two-week notice is a two-week notice, it just is what it is, you don't need to get it, like, in a official letterhead or anything. And on top of that, after that, he kind of looked into the laws a bit, and he found out that, like, in his state, you don't have to give notice when you're gonna quit. They don't have to give you notice when they fire you. It's like a situation where giving a two-week notice to your old boss is the nice thing to do. You should do that, but it's not necessarily a guarantee that, like, you know, you're going to get the two weeks out of them. They don't have to do that. They could theoretically quit on the spot, and there's nothing illegal about it. He was trying to be nice with the letter. But considering the dude had just been rude and dismissive. He decided to let him think that he had won and, you know, he was just gonna have to go get an official letter so that way he could quit and uh, just go out the way he wanted to at some point, you know. So he just smiled and was like, yeah, yeah, of course, I'll get you an official letter. Of course, man, no problem. I completely understand it has to be an official letterhead. Yeah, of course, I've heard of that. I've heard of that multiple times. And, you know, he kind of just knew in the back of his head that that was a load of crap. And so after doing a lot more research, he called up some of his friends and they happened to all be very nerdy and some of them were into like LARPing and Dungeons and Dragons heavily. Nothing wrong with that. I love me some D&D. And that being said, they were nerdy to the point where they had a little bit of of medieval gear. And so he had the idea to like get a scroll and have one of them come in dressed like a king and like read a scroll saying I quit to the boss because you know that's just the most official letterhead there could be a scroll from the king right quit on the spot it'd be hilarious but the king wasn't enough he basically wanted him to bring like a group of people kind of dressed up in LARP gear and have all of them cheering and huzzahing when he quits not because he thought it would actually make him cooler or anything he just wanted to be as annoying as humanly possible and he just thought a crowd of people dressed up in medieval clothes screaming yay for him quitting would just annoy his boss more than any other way he could do it. He had tried to do it the nice way and give the two-week notice, but now he was doing it his way, you know, and so he tells his uh, plan to his friend, and his friend loves the idea, and they start planning it, and that Friday, he's gonna quit. His friend, he said he was gonna make it better than he dreamed of, and that they'd be there around 1 p.m. on Friday, so, you know, the entire week, he's still working, and Friday comes around, and he clocks in very, very excited to quit, you know? There's something very freeing about knowing you're about to quit a job like work there doesn't really feel like as much work because you just know that you're going to be out of there soon and the boss can't really do anything about it you know he has about four hours until it's quitting time and so he just kind of goes about his work and a lot of his co-workers are asking him if he put in his two weeks and he's just smiling and being like yeah you know I've got an official letterhead coming in and he's just making mistakes because he's not really paying attention all morning and a lot of people are thinking it's weird but whatever he's just kind of going about his business as nonchalantly as possible. He's not trying to draw attention to himself. He just doesn't really care, you know, because he's going to be quitting later that day. 
But it gets to the point where the boss can kind of tell something is weird because his attitude is obviously a little bit different. And so he pulls him into the office and he's like, hey, is everything okay? I'm just noticing you seem a little bit more uh, loose and not paying attention to detail than normal. You know, you seem a little bit more goofy. Like usually you're you're pretty wound up. And he's like, yeah, I'm just kind of in a good mood. You know, I, I've got an official letterhead with my two week notice coming in. So when it gets here, I'm going to be really excited. And the boss gives him like a mean look and said, well, I don't know if it's okay that you quit. And he's like, well, what do you mean? You're the one who told me you need an official letterhead. Why do you need that if I need to put in the two weeks? And the boss is obviously annoyed, but he like raises his voice at the second question. You can't just quit. You know, I don't know why everybody here wants to quit all the time, but I think you guys are a bunch of losers that have never heard of actual hard work. I'm sorry that your old boss just let you do whatever you wanted, but you guys can't just quit whenever you feel like it, official letterhead or not, which is really not his decision. And on top of it, I feel like telling people that want to quit that they're losers isn't a good way to keep them. You know, I think in this situation, it would have been hard for anyone to stay calm. Most people would have started screaming back at the boss saying that he's a moron or whatever, but somehow the person eats the insult right and instead just kind of very calmly tells him like, look, you're very rude and dismissive to the employees. And I think that you're going to run this store into the ground. And the old owner was way better at handling employees. And the boss just kind of is like, get out of here. And so he does. And he just kind of goes back to stalking with a smile on his face because he knows that he's going to quit. And so he's just kind of minding his business and a lot of the other workers that hadn't put in their two weeks yet are kind of like dude are you afraid that you're gonna get in trouble and he's like no of course not and as he's explaining to everyone that like he's not afraid because he's gonna quit anyways they hear the boss yelling in his room loud enough where like they can hear it but you know quiet enough where he could be like no I didn't mean for you guys to hear it that the subscriber who had just argued with him is an idiot who didn't understand business you know and normally once again that would really piss him off but he knew he was about to make the guy look like an idiot in a few hours so he wasn't too stressed about it if anything it just made him more excited you know like the fact that they had just gotten into it and he had tried to tell him that he couldn't quit just made it even better that he knew in a couple minutes he was about to be like hear ye hear ye I decree that you suck bro you know that adds a little bit of a level of excitement to it like uh, being able to say that you beat your worst enemy in a riveting chess match or something About an hour after that screaming match, the boss comes out and calls everyone over and he says that his dad, the guy that had given him a loan to buy this business, is going to be coming into the store at about, you know, 1230 and so they needed to be on their best behavior, but his dad is usually late so it might be more about 1. And obviously when he hears that the dad might be here at 1, he starts to be like oh my gosh, my luck could not be any better, dude. It was almost as if the clouds parted and and sunlight was beaming down, just being like you know, as if quitting and a super annoying way wasn't enough. The fact that he was going to be able to do it in front of this guy's dad who had given him a loan just made it even juicier. Anyways, the clock is slowly counting down and it's about 12.55 when a white Mercedes pulls up and a guy in a suit steps out and walks in and he's on his Bluetooth still having a phone conversation. And, you know, he doesn't stop to look at anyone. He just starts looking at his watch and continues to have a Bluetooth conversation. And it's very evident that, like, oh, this is this guy's dad. And so he's just there on the phone in his own little world. And the son hadn't come out of the back office yet. But just in the nick of time, the door opens and two guys dressed up as, like, medieval squires come in with, uh, I don't know what the instrument would be, the really long horns. I I don't know, man. I'm not a musician or anything. But they have these really long horns. And they come in and they kind of, like, roll out this little, like, red carpet thing and they walk to the end and they go with their horns you know they're doing the whole shebang hear ye hear ye the royal highness and in comes this guy's friend dressed up like a king he's got a crown he's got the robe 
really looking like some just dripped out royalty right now. And the guy on the phone is obviously annoyed that they just came in playing the horn and started screaming. And he's like, what are you doing? And the king just kind of looks around and his friends just hamming it up when it comes to the acting, just trying to be as annoying as possible. And so he looks at the guy who's yelling, what are you doing on the Bluetooth? Ah, you must be the owner of this establishment. And he's like, no, I'm not the owner. My son is. But what is this? And right when he says, what is this? The rest of the group started coming in. They hadn't gotten the like 15, 20 people they had hoped for, but there's about 10 people, two of them dressed up entirely in night armor. Just the most random group of people to be walking into an auto parts store in the middle of the day. And at that point, there's a huge commotion. So the son came out of the back room and he's as confused as everyone else because he sees his dad, a king, a like medieval gang in the middle of his auto parts store. And so he starts yelling immediately like, what are you doing? Get out of my store. And when he starts telling them to get out the king is like ah you must be the owner my scroll my scroll and one of the squires kind of like runs back out there and comes back in with this scroll and they open it up and the king starts screaming and he's yelling over the owner he's like by the decree of king ligma i'm here to tell you that dan quits and everybody starts cheering you know they're like dan 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 and the owner looks at dan with just betrayal in his eyes and he's like what is this like what is going on and he says well you said you needed my two weeks on official letterhead and uh, I looked into the laws and everything and I don't have to give any notice at all so I figured I would give you my quitting notice on official letterhead and what's more official than a letter from the king himself and then he bowed and said he'd quit right and so he hops over the counter and he's just like I'm out deuces and they kind of just start to leave the store because obviously they knew they were going to get kicked out like now that he's quit and he realizes why they're there they're going to get kicked out so they start leaving a couple of the squires like one of them just keeps playing his little trumpet horn thing and as they're walking out the boss is like you realize that if you walk out that door that I'm never gonna let you work here again and he's like yeah I know that's the whole point dude do you think I hired these people to come help me quit to like come back and work not that he hired him but you know what I'm saying like he was like you think I got this group of people to come here so I could come back tomorrow anyways him and the group walk out there and he thanks everybody for coming and they're like no thank you that was a bunch of fun we don't get to dress up like medieval uh, groups very often good luck with getting another job that guy sucks and he's like yeah thank you and obviously you know they're just kind of standing in the parking lot laughing and talking about it a bit and uh i'm sure it's just a little bit of a weird sight for anyone driving by just two people in knight armor a whole medieval crew a king two squires and then just some dude in like an auto parts uniform standing in the parking lot minding their business and they're on a city street where like cops do go back and forth pretty often you know so a cop car pulls up and is kind of like hey what's going on here and for some reason the person who had just quit the auto parts store's reaction is to look at the cop and be like oh I just quit my job as if that makes it any more clear what's going on the cop all confused is like oh well then can you guys go you can't loiter here and everyone just started calmly walking to their cars and stuff and it probably made the cop like double check that his coffee wasn't laced with something you know just uh, imagine you walk up there's just a huge medieval group they're like yeah I just quit my job you're like wait okay that's cool why are people wearing night armor like I said bro I just quit my job he's like all right dude did someone put something in my coffee like Am I hallucinating right now, dude? Seriously, just imagine an entire medieval gang in the middle of a shopping mall parking lot at like 1.30. And then when you do confront them, they say they just quit their job. And when you're like, well, then go home. The knights don't draw their swords. No one gets angry. They just are like, okay, and go calmly about their business. You might be thinking you're hallucinating anyone's dressed up, dude. Imagine he rubs his eyes a little bit. It's just like a bunch of business people walking around with briefcases everywhere, you know? The cop calls in. He's like, I think my eyes might be time traveling. 
Anyways, like I said, they all left and went about their business. The person who sent this to me went home and started looking for another job and thankfully got one relatively quickly. And uh, because of that, he had no regrets about how he had quit that job. I mean, I'm sure if he had like been jobless for months on end, you'd start to feel like a little bit of a moron for quitting whatever job you had last. But because he got another job quick, it made it even more easy to be like, yeah, I quit my last job like this, you know? He did keep in touch with some of his co-workers from there because he had worked there for so long, but most of them ended up quitting within a month of two or as well of like him leaving. And the place did end up going out of business about a year later, you know? They never really had any cars in the parking lot, but no one that had worked there was too surprised. Sometimes you just don't need to fix what isn't broken. You know, like I said, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If you buy a business and it's fine, it's making tons of sales and it's printing money, you don't need to go in and start like yelling at everybody and making a bunch of changes because it's doing what you want it to do, which is giving you revenue, you know? Like there's just really no incentive to start screaming at people that are performing. I will say that was a great way to quit though with some style, just hire a medieval court to come tell your boss to shove it. Must have felt like the absolute man in that moment, you know? Listen, I understand we don't live in the 1400s anymore, but it doesn't mean you can't feel like an absolute G when somebody wearing like full plated armor just starts chanting your name. I, maybe it's just because I'm like a, a little nerd or something, but I'm like, hey dude, if all the knights were like, Ryan, you're awesome, I'd be like, no, you're awesome. Thank you. Thank you. It is weird how things change though. Like back in the day, you respected a man in full plate armor and now you see one, you just cringe and tell him to go home and they have to go get back in their Honda Accord. Just remember that everyone wearing cargo pants, all right? You're not looking tactical. You're basically going to be the equivalent of someone wearing like medieval armor in a shopping mall in 10 years. Maybe not as obvious, but equally as cringe, all right? That one goes out to all the cargo panthers out there. If you wear cargo pants and you watch this video, you're cool, all right? You get a pass just because you're watching this. Regardless, I would say that a bad job is probably one of the most soul-crushing things on the planet, and I hope none of you guys are stuck in one right now, but, uh, you know, if you are, hey, maybe quit in a cool way when you get a better job. I'm not saying you should wing it like this guy. Probably not the smartest idea, but when you get the chance to quit in a cool way because you have a better job already lined up, go for it. If you ever have quit a job in a cool way, I'd love to hear what you guys have done in the comment section down below, but, uh, yeah. On that note, I think that'll do it. Thank you all so much for watching. Be sure to press the like button. Let me know in the comment section down below what you thought, like I said, and of course, subscribe if you're new and turn on notifications. If you really want to help me out, I'll put a link to the intro song down below along with the link to my podcast, The Scuffed Cast, or of course, you could use code SCRUBBY at the G Fuel checkout. Beyond that, two more things I got to shout out. I do post some of my content on Spotify, so if you want to listen without gameplay or whatever floats your boat, feel free to go do that. Link in the top of the description, or you can get yourself some of the coolest merch to ever exist in the planet from the description as well. It's pretty fantastic if you ask me. On that note, though, guys, that'll do it. Don't get anyone pregnant. If you do, make sure they're hot, and hopefully I'll see you guys next time. I'm out. Peace.